Congratulations, you're listening to Podcast Rebellion. Welcome to Podcast Rebellion. Uh, it's been a month, so it's probably time for another episode. Uh, this is Juco All-American. I am joined by Smeargle, our baseball non-expert uh, expert. <laughs> and Retired uh, expert, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard, but Ole Miss is in Omaha, which we didn't have a podcast episode for. Probably should have done that. Uh, but now Ole Miss is two and zero in Omaha, so we were just kind of you know waiting things out. Um, yeah. Uh, so Smeargle, did you you didn't go right? No, did not make the trip. Um, just because uh, you know, I mean, it's it's a, it's a, it's well, I did go in twenty fourteen as as I know you did as well. Um, had a big time. Um, but it was so great. Yeah. Uh, eight years ago, you know, a lot, a lot has happened in eight years, like, you know, starting a family and having kids and <laughs> having to pay for daycare, uh, and diapers. Uh, so, mm, yeah. um, the money wasn't really in the cards, but, um, uh, <clears throat> you know, watched every game all obviously. And, uh, last night was a pretty big time. Uh, one of my buddies, uh, he texted me on, I guess it was um, Sunday, and was um, was like, "Hey, let's um, want to want to want to go to Omaha at three in the morning. We'll we'll, we'll get there just in time for the, <laughs> for the game." And um, I was like, "No, I'm I'm a hard pass on the eleven hour drive from Oxford." Um, but I did tell him. I said, "Instead, what you could do is come to Oxford and." Um, we can make a big night out of out of it, and you'll end up spending like one twentieth of whatever yeah. it would have cost to go to Omaha. So um, he came in, and uh, we had a we had quite the big night. We uh, started the started the growler, um, and honestly, the entire um, I mean, granted, it, it is summer here in Oxford, but it was it was surprisingly uh, pretty tame around town, like considering mm. the the stakes of the night. Um, yeah, just not a lot of people seemingly out. Like uh, we were at the growler and I think we were the only people actually watching the ball game. Like there were about two or three other tables and they were like not interested in the ball game whatsoever. Um, so then we changed up and went to the brewery cause you gotta, you gotta, you gotta check in at the brewery and, um, Oh, what was the cover? Uh, no cover. <laughs> I know. No that cover. That would be so sad. If that would be really sad. <laughs> went over there to watch the game and paid um, $20 to get in, or $100 and, to get in. Yeah. Uh, and again, 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 not that crowded. Um, and then we went to the Blind Pig just for a change of scenery. And the Blind Pig was having a trivia night. So, like, <laughs> they were not, like, they had the game on, but the Blind Pig was the, probably the most crowded venue of all the places we uh, hopped in and um, no one was actually watching the game. They were all participating in uh, trivia. Um, yeah. Well, I actually, I, I would have gone, uh, but in case you're wondering why I sound like this, I have COVID. Um, so I didn't think it was a good idea to go to, <laughs> to the baseball game. Uh, I'm fine. Everything's going to be fine. I'm triple vaxxed. Uh, and it's just been like, a, a bad cold, but yeah, it's uh poor timing. Now, you know, the next great question is, you know, pin, you know, 
bending a Ole Miss mm, <laughs> spot in the finals. <laughs> yeah, what? I, I, I would not test positive in time. Oh, I see. I yeah, see. yeah. What about you? Would you figure out a way to get there? Um, uh, <clears throat> you know, it seems. You were really. Let me interrupt you're... you. Let me interrupt you. Okay. Test negative. There's somebody who's like, "What an idiot!" He said, "I would not test positive." <laughs> test negative is what I meant to say. All right, go ahead. Um, yeah, it's considering that we're only like a year out from some of our, you know, our our Mississippi State comrades. Um, you know, I've tons of state fan fr- uh, friends and uh, family and friends, and of course, you know, when they were gone, I was like, "Well, you got to go. You got to." You know, it doesn't matter the cost. And now I'm kind of like, oh, well, I don't know if I got to because it's be really expensive. <laughs> yeah. So uh, obviously I don't know what the championship weekend is like, but I remember in 2014, um, I actually didn't pay for a hotel room because uh, a, a friend and friend of the pod, uh, E4 Button, um, he was going and was like, dude, you got to come. And I said, I don't know, dude, like. Hotel rooms are $600 a night. Oh, my gosh. And he, and he was like, well, I've got a hotel room. There's a couch, and you can sleep on it if you can get here. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. Wow. So that was that was a huge, huge win, but no such luck this time. Yeah. Um, hey, let's talk about the, the game. How about that? Yeah, sure. Oh, before we do that, <laughs> before we do that, let's talk about uh, the Jello Shot Challenge at Rocco's Pizza. Um, I'm going to ask you what your thoughts are on it, but before I do, because I don't want to set you up. Okay. I, I, I don't know if you've seen this, but at 6.23 p.m. today, which is uh, Tuesday, June 21st, um, they tweeted a, an update. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but okay. it's very, very sweet and nice and says that you know, we barely made it through the pandemic and like, you know, now things are finally back in order. We really appreciate this. And they're going to donate $2 for every Jello shot that has been purchased or will be purchased. $1 will go to the June B. Gerhardt Full Circle Pantry Food, oh, Food Pantry at the University of Arkansas. And $1 will go to the Grove Food Pantry at Ole Miss. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, okay. yeah, pretty cool. I, I, I have cool. to say, um, sort of turned turned around my uh, my thought my thoughts on this thing <laughs> because I thought it was real dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I I was not the huge, the biggest fan, but hey, look, I, I think that's awesome. I'm pretty partial to um, I'm pretty partial to Jello shots. Actually, I, I think they're um, really <laughs> well. So in left field, um, you know. Pr- when, when I used to uh, sit out there, um, one of our neighboring barbecue spots, um, they would always uh, make jello shots um, and we would have rally jello shots and home run jello shots, et cetera. And they were, uh, they were, they were delightful. I think the trick have... was using um, whipped cream vodka, I think was the Gosh. secret. Uh... Oh. <laughs> it's getting worse. I, I have never had a jello shot I didn't have to be talked into. Okay, well. <laughs> it, it's always like, dude, come on, we're here. Uh-huh. We're, like this night, we're, you're never gonna get this night back. Uh huh. Well, <laughs> that's like okay, fine. That's how Rocco. And then your is hands making... get all like dirty and <laughs> gross. A ton of or, or like you're licking the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, more power it's... to Rocco's. Yeah, it's, it's cool fine. That cool it's that fine. It's fun. Seasonal. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, okay, now actual baseball. We are only seven, almost eight minutes in. Um, well, hey, wait, I mean, when you haven't had a official <coughs> pod in like over a month, then I, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the content that our listeners that's are right. craving. That's right. That's right. Um, okay, so first on the list, let's talk about some of the performances so far through the two games. I mean, obviously, uh, last night was amazing, uh, but the Auburn game was also big. So first question here for you. Do you think that Dylan DeLucha's game against Auburn or Hunter Elliott's game against Arkansas was a bigger deal or bigger performance? Which do you think was mm. bigger? Uh, I'll probably have to go with Elliott and Arkansas uh, just because that, um, you know, when you when you go up, 2-0 in this in this sort of any any in a, in a regional or um, college world series um, when you're sitting in that winter the top of the winners bracket you're just you're set up so perfectly for the rest of the for the rest of the the duration and especially considering with the amount of bullpen that uh, the the losing the losing bracket team has to go through has to go through usually to um, even to just make it through the the elimination game. Um, I, I would say Elliot. I mean, he had a you know. Granted, he he, he didn't strike out a ton of people, but mm-hmm. he you know got through the majority of the game without without us having to you know dip into the bullpen um, until you know towards towards the back end of the game. So that's what that's what I was super impressed with. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Statistically, uh, if both teams were the same and and everything, uh, Delucia certainly had the better st- statistic night. Statistical night. Um, he he had 7.2 innings pitched, only gave up four hits, 10 strikeouts, zero walks, and one earned run. Whereas Elliott versus Arkansas, 6.1, so an inning and a third uh, less. Six hits, so two more hits. Uh, only four strikeouts in comparison to 10. And then did walk two, still only earned one run, or still only one earned run allowed. Uh I would say Elliot, though, um, and you know some of the reasoning is, is your reasoning, but I also think that there were situations where the defense really put him in a huge bind. Oh, for sure. And I think that you know a lot of Ole Miss fans. I, I can't speak for everybody, but certainly me. I was like, well, this is a very Ole Miss thing to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just got out of them. I mean. So, you know, the Arkansas did score uh, three runs on him, but he, only one was earned because of the, the defensive lapses. And it seems, I mean, honestly, like, I think there was only one play scored an error, and there probably should have been, like, four. Mm. So, um, yeah, I uh, obviously also he's a freshman in Omaha and just, just was fantastic. Um, yeah, and then... The next on the list, I think, is is Tim Elko. It's interesting to me, like he offensively, he hasn't had the best series uh, or the best uh, time in in Omaha. He hit a home run uh, and he hit a single, but he's one for five, one for four. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a walk. Uh, you know that's not amazing, but certainly he's involved in a lot of plays at first and also you know there was that pickoff where he craftily slid his oh man between so good it was so beautiful 
so like and you don't notice it until they did the the slow-mo replay Uh and just trying to think about that thinking about him thinking about his split set split second decision making just to kind of like like literally just nudge your foot up like i don't know an inch or two you know Uh but no more than like two inches to just barely block that tag and then they showed them in slow motion like wow that is like that's some like big brain uh big brain moves for sure yeah yeah he's he's uh i mean i i said in the red cup slack today that um making the all bianco team is getting harder and harder as time passes mm-hmm. and i think that um i don't want to go into the whole thing on the all bianco team but uh this year it's really hard to figure out like who actually belongs in that echelon of player mm-hmm. but i think tim elko at dh or first base is like super obvious and yeah um, i don't think i mean looking back two years ago uh he was kind of like a he couldn't hit a breaking ball um mm. and then you know last year he had the cool story about the acl well not cool but Amazing story about how he <laughs> tore his Amazing story about how he tore his ACL and then came back and hit a grand slam, right? But even then, it was like, okay, yeah, he's really good, but like, I just think that he's taken another step this this final year. Yeah, I mean, and so, and that was the, I mean, I'm when he after the after last year's season, I distinctly remember um, the tweet or post that he came that he um, put out about coming back for his, you know, his, 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 his senior year. And I was like, that's such a huge get And you know, and I could, ju- you could just visualize or, or kind of see that, you know, he felt as a captain that, you know, they had this, you know, stereotype unfinished business and uh, one last, you know, um, ch- uh, shot at getting to Omaha, getting the team to Omaha. And yeah. He did it, and it's just like the the, narr- the narrative is just it's very like out of a sports movie kind of situation, and it's just very like feel good, and um, so obviously, um, and and again with the the heroics at the plate, you know, yesterday, uh, I mean, it was just kind of trying to set the tone, right? That like we're, that our bats were still going oh, to yeah. uh, challenge their uh, especially because like um, the home run was in the second inning. Is it, uh, wasn't in the, yeah, wasn't yeah. second inning. Um, and we'd already, um, I guess we'd already chased their, <laughs> their starter, uh, in the first inning. Yeah. yeah. The first inning. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It was just, it was just a really fun moment for that to happen when it did. Um, especially when, uh, cause you know, those first couple innings last night, that was where, you know, especially after, um, who, uh, that was, was it Kevin Graham that dropped the ball in the sun? Um, yeah. Yeah. Left, or like that was like oh my god like, understandably <laughs> but still like what's happening uh-huh and then for them to um uh, for them to still you know kind of uh because yeah so yeah he homered to make it 4-1 and it's like you kept looking for just separation that, that didn't really happen until you know later in the game so yeah um, but yeah what a great what a great story and a great you know great guy great guy i'm sure and happy for him and Wish him the best of luck. In the, in yeah, the I mean, the, the story of Omaha, though, is Calvin Harris. Yeah. I mean, he is – he – if you remember, early on in the year, uh, 
he would play in sort of spot duty. And then I think Hayden Dunhurst got hurt for a brief, like a, a small window. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was batting like over 500. <laughs> and everybody was like, uh, he should play all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but then like his average kind of came down and, uh, you know, he certainly did good things, but, uh, when he plays catcher and Hayden Dunhurst is such a great defensive catcher, uh, then you know that Mike Bianco will always side with the defensive catcher. Mm-hmm, sure. And so, uh, you know, then it was DH and like, well, you know, kind of figuring stuff out with that. Um, and then suddenly Mike Bianco uh, in the Super Regional is just like, you know what? Let's put Calvin Harris in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has been on a tear. So in the two College World Series games, he's five for eight with two doubles and a home run. And Man. he's batting like eighth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, how can other teams handle that? You know? Yeah. Exactly. I think I saw a stat um, on the. I can't remember if it was Auburn or Arkansas. But it was. It taught. It was a stat regarding the seven, eight, nine hole hitters and how they were. Um, you know, had some crazy. I can't remember what the stat line was, but it was something ridiculous. And just oh, yeah. kind of talking about the depth of, um, you know, the, our lineup one through nine and uh, how it is. You know, always. Which, uh, it's like we start, we're saying this now, and it's just like, where was this team? Like, where was this? Like a month and a half ago. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Doesn't it doesn't matter, matter. exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what's so great about this whole thing is like no criticism. It doesn't It doesn't make any difference. The regular mm-hmm. season, like all along, every year we say like the regular season doesn't matter. It's all about getting to Omaha. Mm-hmm. And now that we did it, it's like, oh, yeah, you know what? The regular season doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not make any difference at all. Well, and I, I was watching – so um, I, on the selection show, I was like, I'll just watch. Let me just watch the selection show and see, you know, where you know where, where they have um, Ole Miss as like the last four out or last uh-huh, eight out. Because uh-huh, yeah. at that point, D1 baseball, like we were not even on – Right. D1 baseball's like radar of last right. four out. And then I remember I was I was um scrolling Twitter and I think it might have been the Swayze Crazy um Twitter account um like five minutes before they got to the Miami and it was like keep an eye on that Coral Gables regional. And I just I literally cackled laughing in ridicule. I'm like, yeah, right. And then it popped up and I was just like, How how did this happen? And I just I'm just like, there's some conspiracies happening here. Like, yeah. there's the only, it's the only way. And then you go from, you know, the whoever the commission, not the commissioner, um, whoever the spokesperson was for the committee comes out and says that we were the, the absolutely last team in. <laughs> Isn't it funny they even said that? <laughs> yeah. They're like, I know, I know it's weird that Ole Miss is there. Like, we, we almost didn't take them. <laughs> <clears throat> so that'll just, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully that, you know, it's, kind of, it's just an interesting, also another great storyline about, this postseason is to go from last team in to potential, you know, just to be undefeated so far in the postseason. It's just crazy. Yeah. Um, So let me ask you this. If, um, if, if Ole Miss at this point somehow really fizzled out, right. Lost his next two games. um, How much would that diminish the season to you? Uh, I don't think it would diminish it really at all. Cause at this point you're like any, anytime 
I've had family or friends asking me if I was nervous before a game. I was like, absolutely not. Cause like, yeah, we are playing we've with house it. money. Right? We've already, we've already done <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. We're playing with I, house money and you know, it's, it's at this point, any, um, you know, any, any, um, disappointment will be just kind of come with the territory that that's, that's, that's what happens sometimes when, when, when you're in, you know, high stakes, um, right. High stakes, uh, uh game or environment. So playing, you know, fantastic teams and all that. Yeah. Mm. I, I mean, obviously look, I want to win a national championship. That'd be awesome. But like, uh, you know, at this point, like any game that we, we lose, I'm not on edge. I'm not going to freak out like, oh, okay, cool. Well, you know, hey, we made it. We made it so far. Really great, well, great performance. The other tough thing about that, though, is like we ha- have we went how, how how much have we actually trailed during the post? Like, I feel like we have had a dominant, like, you know, performance. I'm not sure we have trailed. Yeah. Uh, Miami, so, Miami might have gone up 1-0. But and so I, I'm not sure. it's easy to say, yeah, I'm not going to sweat. I'm not ner- when you're winning, like the oh, sure. yeah. <laughs> duration of the time. So, um, but yeah, that's the other amazing part that is, is these, these have not been your typical and I'm going to knock on wood here. Your typical, like we are Ole Miss heart, like wrenching high drama games. We've pretty much dominated every team we've played throughout, you know, um, throughout the postseason, which is just oh, yeah. bonkers wild. I mean, Brandon Johnson last night gave up a, a two-run shot in the ninth, and it was like, okay, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> like, they would have to get two more grand slams to tie mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah. Oh, uh, one other player that I wanted to talk about uh, is Justin Bench because he had like a 26-game streak of getting on base that was snapped in game one uh, yeah. against against Auburn. And then he went four for six in game two. Just like, no, dude, I'm good. I'm, I'm good at baseball. <laughs> He's not worried about it. Yeah. So uh, so next on the list, actually, I had a question for you. Do you want to face Auburn or Arkansas? But, spoiler alert, Arkansas leads Auburn 9-0 in the sixth. Yeesh. So, uh, probably gonna be arkansas again it does it really is unfortunate that this game is is so far out of hand because arkansas has thrown one pitcher oh wow Hmm. yeah and he's only he's sitting on 71 through six innings wow so yeah might might get a complete game out of him so he's mowed him he's mowed the tigers down it seems nine k's and one walk oh wow okay so well at least he's pitching against auburn not us (laughs) yeah exactly sure um and actually, I mean, yeah, I, I think you would have obviously you would have preferred Auburn, I think, but, um, you know, I mean, but after I don't know, the other side of me is like Arkansas fans, Arkansas baseball fans, specifically, particularly, are so much more obnoxious. Like it almost be even sweeter to like beat them once and then eliminate them from you know from Omaha as like. They have a very high like opinion of themselves and feel like you know Ole Miss is just a, a dumpster fire and can't have fun if you know if, if, when they're doing well. So um, yeah, <clears throat> that could be a nice little touch. Um, oh no, I I would much rather face <laughs> Auburn. I, I would much rather face Auburn because uh, you know Arkansas is a really good team and yes. Auburn sucks. I mean they don't yeah. suck, but you know inherently Auburn sucks. So. Mm. Um. Anyway, yeah, uh, 
Is there a player that we haven't talked about yet who you feel like has really like surprised you a lot this postseason? Um, I mean, I would say it was very surprising to see Gonzo have a weird day yesterday. Um, defensively, like yeah, that was very bizarro. Where like so and like against surprising. Auburn, he had, he had <laughs> yeah. an error against Auburn too. So that's and it's like I think um. You know, um, I saw a couple articles in an ESPN or D- D1 uh, that were just looking at um, all pro prospects that were mm. in Omaha from all eight teams. And, like, Gonzo was obviously, like, top five on – or maybe even top three for almost – I think he was number one, actually. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he has a silky smooth swing. He can hit home runs and plays shortstop, which is, you know, uncommon. And he walks a ton and doesn't strike out. So, like – Modern baseball loves a player who gets on base all the time and can hit home runs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, he's typically really good uh, in the field. But man, two important games. Of course, it didn't matter. But two important games, he uh, decided to uh, not bring his A game in the field. Um, I actually would say I think um, Mason Nichols to me, and uh, you know, he, so he's the guy who came in in relief of Hunter Elliott, uh, last night. I think that, um, so he pitched 1.2 and struck out two, gave up no hits, uh, just five batters faced five outs. Um, he's had a, he's had a good year. Uh, but you know, to see him, I guess it wasn't really a, a, a tight game or anything like that, that he needed to worry about, but, uh, to see him kind of come in and just, get through it easy and make it no drama uh, mm-hmm. and then hand things off to Brandon Johnson. I mean, <clears throat> Ole Miss has thrown Dylan DeLucha, Mason Nichols, Hunter Elliott, uh, Mallets. Oh yeah. Josh Mallets and uh, Brandon Johnson. Yeah. So they have basically everybody, but starters because even like uh even Mason Nichols, he only threw 16 pitches. And yeah, I, and Mallet's only threw, I think, 12, I think. Um, and Bre- Brandon Johnson threw 19. Okay. So, like, it's just the starters that, you know, can't come back. And I'm sure that, well, I should ask you this question because I saw this posed. All right. If Ole Miss loses on Wednesday, and then they have to turn around and, and play Thursday, and Mike Bianco hasn't announced who will be starting on Wednesday as of the time, as of this recording. Uh, but on Thursday, winner go home. Mm-hmm. Should they push Delusia back and mm. have it, have him throw? It'd be five days rest, which is what they have in the pros, but not obviously not what they have in college. I don't. I don't. I, I mean, if you, well, I don't think you. Only you can. I don't think. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I don't think that that's he threw 114 pitches yeah that's a, i don't think he can go in and do that um i mean i think that it's, it's also tough because like i don't know i i go back and forth i know it's you gotta win i understand you gotta win and then you always have a chance at the national championship uh and anything can happen but one like maybe he's not as good maybe he's tired he can't go as long and maybe he doesn't have his stuff and then you can't use him during the championship series, you know? Mm, exactly. So, yeah, I would hold him, but I can see how it'd be tempting. 
Um, okay. Uh, so I, <laughs> the last thing we're going to do before we go, I, I, today I subjected myself to insanity when I listened to our preseason pod that you and I recorded. <laughs> nice. So I took a few notes because I, th- I thought it'd be like funny to see what we got and what we didn't get. Um, and first of all, like we started the show uh, predictably talking about Mike Bianco and what he needed to do to keep his job. And I think he did it. I think he, he did whatever he needed to do to keep his job. <clears throat> Surely there's no one who at this point is like, but the thing is like, this is a fluke. We still, you know, <clears throat> he, he's got to win a championship for me to feel good about keeping him. Uh, it, it, that is such a tough narrative. Like, cause I mean, this is this is still only his second trip though. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it could be, you know, um getting, you know, get getting the whole thing I mean obviously if he gets the whole thing done, I mean you, no one wants to get rid of him, but you're just like, Where where's this been? Like where why haven't we anyway, but um but yeah, it's I mean it, anyone at this point who still thinks that he should be let go like this season is just preposterous. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think that he's bought himself multiple years. Yeah. Um, so the next thing we <laughs> I actually wrote it in the notes like this. We spent time talking about how missing Vanderbilt for Tennessee was a good thing. <laughs> it, was, it was like, we're not getting Vanderbilt. We, we're going to get Tennessee. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tennessee just wrecked us. <laughs> Swept Ole Miss. No looking back. Not even close. Yeah. Yeah. That was dumb. It turns out that preseason rankings are kind of stupid. Uh, you had this inkling. You were like, you know, I said, um, is there any cause for concern in our lineup? Mm-hmm. And you were like, you know, I'm interested to see what TJ McCants does this year. Uh-huh. And I was like, he led the team in on base last year. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, but he's a sophomore. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> And then, you know, I mean, TJ McCants has, uh, you know, not been bad this year or anything like that, but has not, you know, lived up to expectations. And, you know, there are a number of reasons uh, for that. But, um, yeah, I don't know how you saw that coming. It's just that sophomore slump that just typically happens with um, <laughs> with, our, with our players, our sophomores, uh, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, okay, a, a, a Good thing here. We talked about how Ben Van Cleve probably shouldn't be a full-time DH. We talked about how, at least I threw out the stat, that he had never hit a home run. Uh, and that has not changed. So, um, you know, <laughs> m- maybe he'll hit one in Omaha, but uh, probably if not. He, if he takes a swing in Omaha, I'm going to rage very much. Like, What if he hits a home run? What if he hits a home run? What if What if a meteor <laughs> crashes down on the stadium like <clears throat> mid-swing or something? You know what's going to happen, right? It's like bottom of the ninth. Uh-huh. We've got, we've got two on, down by two. <clears throat> yeah. And two outs. And a good hitter is up. And for some reason, or I'm sorry, a hot hitter is up. Like uh-huh. Calvin Harris is up. And for some reason, my Bianca is like, you know what? This is Ben's time to shine. <laughs> I've, li- I've had his back this entire time. I still believe in him. I'm going to pull Calvin and put in Ben Ben Cleave. BVC. Yeah. BVC. 
Uh, but he could hit a home run. That'd be cool. He could. He could. Uh, oh, another note I had here is that uh, when I brought you on because you're the baseball person who went to like every game the year before, you, <laughs> you could not name a pitcher on the staff other than Derek Diamond. Hey, man, that's just that's just the falling out that, that, that me and ba- Ole Miss baseball had at the time when I was get, <clears throat> losing my uh, losing my tickets and losing my my. My spot, so um, yeah. Oh, I should ask you how how many games did you end up going to this year? I went to three games. I went to mm. two midweeks, and, um, and those who are with kids, so it's not exactly watching yeah. baseball. And then I went to the um, the Friday night. Uh, oh, with my with my same uh, New Albany uh, friend that I mentioned. Uh, shout out to you, Parks, if you're uh, checking us out today. Um, we went to the Friday night uh, Tennessee game, and uh, yeah, that did not. Uh, that no, didn't, that didn't go very well. No, so <laughs> I did not uh, to get to actually watch that much almost baseball in person this year, and that's okay. Yeah. Um. So we also previewed the rotation, which going into the season was Derek Diamond on Friday, Josh Gaddis on Saturday, and Drew McDaniel on Sunday. Hmm. And um, we said we didn't think that would be very good, and it turned yeah. out that was not very good. It's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> So, but now Derek Diamond is, is still he's still infamously not getting past like you know three innings. You know, I really I really hate it for Derek Diamond honestly because like uh, maybe not like the last two times that he's come out, but uh, typically he's like pretty good through two or three, mm-hmm. and then everybody who's watching or who regularly watches is like, all right, Mike, like it's time. Mm-hmm. let's 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 pull him out like he's done a really good job he's he's an opener he's, he's not a starter but that's fine like that can still be a really really helpful piece and a really good pitcher yeah but then mike right. Bianco's like let's give up three runs before we uh <laughs> before we do that three runs and you know by giving or uh with no outs in the fourth uh-huh. um so <laughs> the last two things here um i did mention hunter elliott like as the last thing, as like a, oh yeah, and there's this other guy who's a freshman who's coming out of the bullpen who, you know, people have been talking up. And then <clears throat> we did not name Dylan DeLucia in the podcast. <laughs> the podcast was like 45 minutes long, and we did not say Dylan DeLucia. His name was not mentioned a single time. No, it was not. I love it. It was not. Our Friday I mean, that's, ace. And that's, and that's just kind of the... <clears throat> that's how it shook out, right? Like in, in half, I bet, you know, the majority of almost fans wouldn't have like when he first came out to like pitch out of the pen, they're like, who is this guy? Like no, oh, yeah. no one knew who he was. And then oh, yeah. he just, uh, I guess that's what, you know, hey, it proves at coach B he, he was, he was just letting things a little crock pot. He was letting them sit in a little crock pot <laughs> for like, you know, long time before he whipped it out and boom, it's like a delicious roast with, potatoes and carrots and mm. so that's what Dylan delicious that's what he ended up being for us this year so yeah yeah uh anyway yeah that's all we got uh thanks so much for joining and um hope that Ole Miss just you know goes ahead and wins the next three games and wins the championship but uh you know we'll see and we'll we'll I'm already roping you in to joining me on a postseason pod uh, to talk about the season that was, whenever okay. that whenever that is. Now I'd, I'd love to join.
All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you later.